Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Well, we've got it. We've got to be getting close now. Perhaps we should l- land um, until it gets too dark and try to rest. Even just short amounts of sleep would be would be good. I think perhaps just two watch, one sleep. I feel the same way. Okay, Talgir, you you sleep. We will protect you here and see branches explode out in front of you. Pincer legs, like long pointed legs, one out in front and two kind of behind, with this almost humanoid figure at the center of these legs. Zombie crab! I kick tall gear. Yeah. You see like ripples through the air as it looks up and screams, receiving this blinding pain where you strike it. These creatures jump out towards you as you lift up through the canopy. So we're all facing away. The creatures are all in the middle in the sacred flame. You can get them all. You feel the heat pour over them and they shriek as they release and fall back down towards the canopy. And you zip off as quickly as you can. You crest over this hill and you see the light coming from the tower of the Arcane Brotherhood. And noise that hits you like a wall. And it's the noise and sound of undead. And then amidst, you catch, we need to get to the tower, quick! Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. He, him. Also with me today is Tom Laird. He, him, and I'm playing Tulgear Heavyfoot, a dwarf paladin. <laughs> Oh, tell me more, Tom. I was gonna say more things, but then there weren't there there weren't there weren't anything (laughs) else to say. Paladin, paladin. Uh, Also with me is Carla Maxted. (laughs) She, her. I'm playing Yenbul Nuri, uh, Kalashar cleric, and Amy Moore. Mm -hmm. She, her, and I play Thea Amastasia, a high elf druid. So excited to be here. I'm going to use this intention thing again. I'm really going to put it forward in this episode. Uh Man, I'm going to roll over 10 every time. And I know that might not still succeed every time, but I think just, you know, over 10 every time. At least you're giving yourself a fighting chance. It's a a reasonable thing to put it. You're not being greedy. The universe. You roll an 11 and you're like, oh, but you're not like rolling a three. So. Exactly. Yeah. Intentions. Boom. Love it. Intentions in the darkest timeline. Get it, girl. (laughs) 
Did you just get it, girl, me? I, I did. I felt, it felt It felt right. It sure did. Yeah. No, I felt, I liked felt it. right. You know where else it feels right? It's over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash dumb drag. It feels so right over there. So, so right. right. We just have a like, loving, so endearing right. community just over there. P- your favorite pair of PJ pants. Yep. That's what our Patreon community feels like. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yep. That's right. Uh, we've got all that sweet, lovely bonus content uh, where we play other games and give you an entire other podcast over there. Because um, we love love you so much. So patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And when you are a patron, you get an episode dedicated to you like today's patron, Nicole Pio. Get Nicole. it, girl. Get it, girl. <laughs> Get it, girl. <laughs> yes, queen. What other kinds of like <laughs> pro-feminism thing can we say? Yeah. Treat yourself. Treat I mean, yourself. that's not women I like that. specific, yeah. but I I yeah. think Nicole should do so that. So we'll treat yourself episode oh. uh, over on Patreon, part of the adventures of. 101 so, ways, I do believe, yeah, to treat yourself. Roll yourself in butter. <laughs> no. Yeah, that was one of them. I'm sure that I, was one of them. I'm I thought sure. it was yeah, roll butter so in sugar. No, oh, there was one where you just stick. have to spread the butter all over you. Oh. Like, these are the ones that I was coming up with. Of and Tom, yes, handed them. So yeah, that's, that's why they're there. Lean into just it. <laughs> so come on over to Patreon, you guys. Treat yourself. That's right. Patreon.com slash Dumb Dragon. Cassie over there. And now, fuck it, let's play. Did you guys hear that? I, I heard something. What? Did anyone hear it more clearly? It sounded not dead. Someone they need to get to the tower. Someone somewhere. I want to like peer over the edge of the carpet without risk of having to make a dexterity saving throw. I mean, sure. <laughs> so you kept going over the city. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I I want to assume that when we were hit with a wall of sound of undead. That we like, we slowed slightly sure. to survey. We're not just like, and we're here. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to give you a description again of what you do see, but know, you know, but I you're think already it was fun there. Starting out dialogue because yeah. we don't do that ever. No, I love it. It's like here's something new. Love it. Do it more. Um, uh, so you're over the city now. You see, like the the ground is moving beneath you. Like the streets are filled. You see the the light at the tower spinning. Like there's there's dim light from within the tower you don't see anything else uh, any sign of life anywhere else in the tower just at the tip uh, just at the peak what's the top of a tower called just at no, the top it's just the tip just, just the tip, just the tip just I think is exactly yeah. how to say that just for a second and then a second and then a second yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what's everybody's passive I know yours is 20 so you probably lots. heard you, you yeah. would have heard things the loudest 18. 18. So you also would have been pretty good. Are we talking perception. Passive, perception, passive perception, insight, yeah. or investigation? Uh, perception. Uh, nine. So, Tolgir, you wouldn't have heard it. I mean, you, you played it well. You wouldn't have heard it nearly as well as Yenbol or Thea. Um, so, roll investigation at disadvantage, Tolgir. Yenbol, just roll straight. Um, I mean, you have disadvantage on everything. So, everybody just roll at disadvantage. Even me? <laughs> well, you're at di- you have level one level exhaustion. Okay. I'm giving this dice one last try. This one failed me so I mean, many times. But the really intention the, is I rolled a two. Really the spectrum. I rolled a two. I, uh, 19 and a one. <laughs> My first one was an 18. Oh. What? And then a four. Plus what? 14? Oh, plus what? Twi- oh, 20. Plus 20? Well, no. Sorry. What am I? Investigation. Oh, I thought we were rolling. I thought we were still in passive perception. I'm so confused. Four plus investigation. Okay, it was a six. Okay. Not as good as that 18 I rolled. I rolled a two. 
and then a two. Oh. So those are so four. Good. I'm looking oh, at. Oh, we can uh, combine rolls now. Four. Yeah. <laughs> no, because mine's plus two. Everybody gets so to combine So it was a four and a four, a two okay. and a two. Um, so you definitely heard it coming from the city, but now that you're looking and over top, you can't you can't see for the life of you where this that shout came from. Um, there's no sign of like torch or anything like that, and you can't see any distinguishable point where um, where undead are like convening, right? Like they're not trying. You can't see where if they're like trying to surround something. There's just so much movement down throughout the city. I don't know if you can see something, but all I can see are undead, and I feel terrible saying this, but I think we just have to go. How do we help people? We can't even see them. This is their city. If they know how to get safe, they will get safe. I guess so. It doesn't. It doesn't sit right with me. I I heard them. We we got to keep eyes on the prize, though. Okay. Yeah. We will hope they know how to get to the tower. We will hope we can get to the tower. As you make this decision and begin to move towards the tower, um, you're closing in on on it. And Thea, out of the I guess Thea and Yenbol, out of the corner of your eye, you see like this. The light swings through once towards you. Are you trying to stay in the light or out of the light as it's passing by? Like because you're flying in the air. Is it proximity to the light? Are you trying to stay like lowish to the ground? Are we noticing that we are being like like flock of bats inundated by things in the air if we're not in the light? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. Like it would kinda depend, like, is the light just lighting? Is it is it doing anything to the creatures? Like Because um, I think we'd stay in the light if we felt like that. It was that repelling them, sure, uh, sure. but if yeah, they're exactly. not, I think there's no reason to announce our yeah, presence. Then we just stay below yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Farther out into the city, you don't notice as many, but when you get closer to the tower itself, there's almost like a dust cloud surrounding the top of this tower, like, and it and the light is cutting through it, like it's dispersing it as it cuts through, and then you see this this cloud move quickly in through this faint aura of light coming off. Um, the top of this tower. So it does look like it's carving a path through. So if you were to try and keep up with it and maintain that position and kind of like follow it sideways, I mean, it's you've got the magic carpet, which takes your direction. So you, I would say you could do that, no problem, um, if that's what you wanted to do. Yeah, I think so in that like... Does the light go, like, is it going all the way around in a circle or in a half circle? Uh, all the way around in a circle, yeah. Okay, so, how many points of light are there? Just one. Okay. Um, yeah, to remind you how Luskin set up, like the arcane tower is like in the center, and then there's a river that splits the city. Um, so the tower is close, closer to the coastline. The river splits up the city, so there are two sections of city on either side. You're coming up from the south side. Yeah, so I think, I mean, we're going to kind of head just towards the tower rather than trying to like do a huge spiral to stay in the light to go around the tower I think because otherwise if there's a chance that there are some good people in there it'd be great to just like get there you make your way and the closer you get you see this cloud of creatures and it's a mix of creatures it's some that you've seen before like the Vrox and the Harry hand McBats. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah. But others that you haven't seen of all different shapes and sizes and levels of disgust 
that are repelled by this light. You're able to, uh, Thea and Yenbo for sure, um, are able to see that this cloud, as it cuts through, and you're able to kind of see through, like there's almost a a bubble that the swarm is trying to get through. Like there's some sort of level of protection around the top of the tower that they can't penetrate more than just the light that's carving them. Like, it looks like they hit a point and then they, they're trying to hit against this force. It looks like there's some sort of force field around the top, maybe like a protection spell? Yes, I see that too. Do we see, and we still can't see anything in, you said there was dim light in the tower, but we can't see like... There's no signs of movement. Uh, I mean, it, there's so much happening around it too. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's faint and you only really see it as it like carves through and then it gets covered up by all of these creatures. Um, you do see that the creatures like they're less down near the bottom and then they kind of they're swarming up and like falling down and then swarming up. Like they're moths, like they're drawn to where Yeah, they're they're the drawn to is. this location. Have you been here before? Is there must be entrance down lower? Not everyone arrives on magic carpet. Should we go lower to try to enter the tower away from all the um, creatures? I think so. If there if there's some sort of protection spell or force field or something above, um, we may not even be able to get through it. And I don't know if we want to put ourselves into the middle of that swarm. Yes. I mean, I've got something in my back pocket if we desperately need it, but I prefer not to need it. Stop staring at my stuff, Russ. What you got in your back pocket there, Thea? <laughs> Donnie. Yeah, no, I was real quiet there in the dark when all that bad stuff was happening because it was real fucking scary, eh? Uh, but now, like... What you got in your back pocket, Thea? I've been in your satchel for, for weeks. What you got in your back pocket, Thea? Oh my god, Donnie, it is a sunburst spell. Oh, well, you didn't have to tell me that. That's fine. I, I think she just meant she, like figuratively she had something in her back pocket oh. not not a literal something. I thought it was like a, like a snack bar or something no you've literally eaten everything out of my bag I'm sorry this is the darkest time <laughs> that's right no snacks in the darkest time no snacks no. snack free oh, right. oh, yeah, yeah. just I see a Pringle shop down there but <laughs> only for desperate Donnie only for only desperate. for desperate just kidding Pringles Hashtag Pringles. Just kidding, Pringles. Um, Once you pop, the fun don't stop. (laughs) Advertise with us. (laughs) So what is, Yenbul hasn't been here before, so what is, like, what does the tower look like? Is there, like, entrances partway up the tower? Do we have to go down to the bottom where there is perhaps swarms of undead? What's the word? Um, Okay, so the, the Tower of the Arcane Brotherhood is like this hand that is standing up in the center of town. There are bridges that lead to the platform that this tower is is on. There are spires that come up that look like trees, and it looks like a tree growing up out of the ground. At the top of this tower is where that light is coming out of. Uh, there's this room up top where this light is emitting out of, and you see this dim light. There are not many easy-looking entrances. Um, it looks like some of these, um, down on the ground, you see some of these 
branches, for lack of a better term, have broken off. Where they broke off from, like there's growth over top of where they snapped off. Down at the bottom, there is an entrance. But there are no... It looks like a lot of the entrances, windows, or otherwise that would have appeared up top have been allowed to grow over within this tower. That looks like the only... Now that we fully describe it, Russ, good job. Um, It looks like the only somewhat living thing in this vicinity that you've seen that hasn't been created by Thea at any point. It's very little. So the only entrance you see, um, aside from the the room, dim light up at the top, is the entrance down at the bottom. Which is overground. Uh, no, the entrance oh. down at the bottom is not all of the, like, the, if any branch is broken off or if there's anything. So you see a door down at the bottom. You, there are, like, falling, flying creatures that kind of drop down to the ground and then shoot back up. So, but the swarm is not nearly as much. And because it's on a platform, it is not, like, in a sea, in the middle of a sea of undead because it is raised above yeah. that. Correct. Yeah, so the platform comes up out of like the, the mouth of the river, so the river comes together, and then there's this platform in the middle. Um, the closer you get, you are able to see that the bridges have been broken. So the undead, if there are any over there, are few and far between. They, it isn't the sea that you see, on, on at least on the side of the city that you are on. Right. Most of what you see is, is fallen flying demon-type creatures. Um, that are have injured themselves in just battering, um, and they're not doing great, or they they get up and they start to fly back up. Right. Well, it seems sort of boring, but perhaps we just go to the front door. Can't hurt. I mean, when in doubt, knock on the front door. Yes, let's try this. So yeah, we'll we'll fly down towards the front door and see how friendly they are to strangers. I mean, I'm a stranger. But. Also probably a stranger. I'm not. I'm going to need a stealth roll. Um, we'll make it a collective stealth roll. It's a disadvantage, obviously. Of course. Okay. <laughs> obviously. Perfect. Eight. Twelve. Was your bad one? Yeah. Five was my bad one. Oh, wait, 13. I'm on plus one. You haven't been seen by the swarm up above, um, but as you get closer to this platform and you're you're zipping as quick as you can towards the door, you hear the the cries of these creatures begin to shift, and a cluster of them begins to rush towards you. How big is the swarm? The swarm covers like the entirety of this tree, but a branch, like a, a piece of it, has broken off. So there are. Uh, Probably a dozen creatures rushing towards you, at least. Question for you, Russ. Yes, please. Are these fiends? Yeah, they could be fiends. At least some of them. I'm going to bust out a skill. Uh, How close to us are they? Like, they're intercepting us? Yes. I am going to channel divinity abjure the extra planar. So as an action, I present my holy symbol... And each aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, or fiend within 30 feet of you that can hear me must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature is turned for one minute or until it takes damage. That's a nat one. Oh. So it's not good. 
Perfect. So it turns them? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I grab my holy symbol of tear, and I, like, just point up at them and say, Leave us be! Yeah, we'll say they disperse. But, yeah, you, you, you grab your dick and throw it up at them, or whatever you do. <laughs> just grab your dick and throw yep. it up your, at them. Your holy symbol. That is the holy symbol. Throw your dick that in the air. Yeah. Uh-huh. Get these fiends out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I gotta try and make it light, too. Okay? Um, <laughs> there is a too. dick uh, joke quotient. That's right. It has not been filled these true. last several episodes. That's true. Very low. Well, we were making some just the tips. It's yeah, true. that's true. The, the tier symbol is a set of scales resting on a warhammer, so I think we could just change that to a dick and some balls. It's <laughs> basically, that's a, basically dick, right? a dick and balls. Uh, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, we'll say that, okay, yes, that succeeds enough that they disperse. Um, and even you, you even get some that are um, not part of the, the group that's coming towards you, but even some of the larger swarm disperses and flies off into the darkness around you, um, which allows you enough time to get down to the door. Um, you move towards the door. Naturally, it's locked. Do I know the special knock? Because of you know I the mean, times you, I've been here? The last time you came here, you tried to break in. Yeah, we broke in, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Good thing you've got a whole new team now, Thea. They won't even remember. Right. Can't call you out on it. Why well, do the special knock? Uh, but no, they. I don't think they gave you a special knock. They weren't. Uh, most of them weren't super uh, excited to have your group there, if I recall. Yeah, correctly. they weren't thrilled, if I remember correctly. Um, like Macoth was your only real touch point, um, but everybody else was kind of like, yeah. At that point, they they didn't care too much. Yeah. Well, but now that things have gone to pot, maybe they'll be excited to see perhaps. us. Perhaps. Maybe. Look at us. We're not undead. That's what I yell. I knock on the door. You knock on the door and yell, look at us, we're not undead. Yep. Not undead out here. Um, as you hit the door, like it ripples. Like the, the door, it almost illusory ripples. Um, and then before your hand connects the door. And as you yell out, you hear bolts go. Like large mechanical like bolts release. And the door swings open. But nobody's there. It's like one of those creepy... Okay, I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth. Come on, you guys, come on. Yes, let's go. All of you enter uh, into the tower, and you push the door closed behind you, but not before a large, clawed hand reaches through and grabs both the door and the wall and begins to try and pull the door back or push and pull the door back open. Whoever uh, was trying to close the door... Uh, is going to need to make a contested strength check. Let's do it. I was uh, I was on door duty. I was going to say I probably went through first and therefore wouldn't be closing the door. Um, Yenbol. Also, I'm weak. Uh, Yenbol, you could assist, <laughs> which would give him um, advantage, which would negate his disadvantage. So it would be a straight roll. Could I also help, which would then give him advantage? No, it only happens once. Oh. I mean, you can both say that you help, <laughs> but one person only gets to roll with advantage. In this case, it would be just a straight roll. Okay. Which is still better than disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, like, this is a saving throw, correct? Uh, just, a, uh, just a strength check. Okay, perfect. So I don't have disadvantage. Okay, so, yeah, straight ability. So roll, uh, roll. Just roll. So wait, what do I do? Tom, roll. I think he wants you to roll. So what you're going to want to do is... Dance? I'm not sure. Okay. 
could be either or. Uh, that is a 21 Whew. on the strength roll. Fuck it up. He fucked it up, you guys. Okay. Yes. Um, Good intending. Let's, uh, let's play this. Glad I have a plus eight. <laughs> right. Let's play <laughs> this out. So you you get in there. Tolgear, you go to push on the door and these huge claws tear in through the door before it closes and like latch into the wall and latch around the door. A uh, little help here. Yes, of course, of course. Tell your old hat, man. Nothing phases yeah. him. You guys got this. And are you just? <laughs> <laughs> He's just standing you guys, pretty. You guys. guys are doing good. You're doing great. Yeah, you're do. You're doing great. Here, let me blow on it. We're doing a great job. I throw my shoulder into trying to close this door. You can do it. Put your back into it. As Yembo comes and helps you, and you. Th- you like pull back, giving it just enough time to push open with a little ease. You throw both your weights into the door and you hear the arms of this thing crunch under the door and you give it another one and the bones snap and the hands go limp, but are like flailing inside of this room. Ew. Can I sacred flame those? Yeah, sure you can. Because yeah. gross. The new snack that's going across the realms the fried fiend fingers <laughs> it's a new delicacy who knew 15 the claws before you begin to bubble and ichor begins to form underneath these blisters and the hands are like pulling back as you're pushing on the door so the skin begins to slough off and into the room and you hear the shriek from the other side of the door as you finally crunch it closed and a couple of clawed fingers fall off into the ground and there's just skin goo. <laughs> that was good, right up until skin goo. Right up until skin uh, goo. Yeah. I like it. You keep that. Yeah, that was good. Skin goo. Skin goo. Need a t-shirt. Skin goo. Ooh. <laughs> uh, the three of you are in a dark chamber. Uh, there are no torches or candles or anything lit. It's uh, it sounds empty, like it, you the, just the sound of it. You hear like the thudding of the bodies of these creatures outside, but you don't hear anyone inside. Like there's like this this cold sounding wind, like just the, the, the room, wind, not not cold sounding wind, like cold sounding like room tone throughout this mm-hmm. throughout this large entry chamber that you're in. Um, and you said it's quite dark. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to cast light just like, I guess, on my sword or whatever. Side note, Yenbel has a sword? I know. I was just looking. I was like, do I have a sword? No, I have have a mace. mace. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I was like, wow, I had no idea. I never (laughs) use my actual, like, martial weapons because they do so much less damage than, like, that old sacred flame cantrip. I may as well just do that every time. You illuminate the area immediately and like the chamber is empty except for a singular desk that is about 30 feet ahead of you. You see two corridors that go off on either side of this this wide chamber. They really could have remodeled since last time. It's been such a long time. I want to walk over and look at the desk. Is it like the guest book? What's happening here? You look at the desk. Uh, there's there's nothing on top of it. Drawers? Are there drawers? There are drawers. I look in the drawers. Uh, there is a singular quill. I take it out. I take a piece of parchment from my satchel. And I write 
We're here to help and we need help. And I sign it, Thea. Because I guess I'm not with the decimator of dragons anymore. Ah. <laughs> and then I, I leave it on the desk. Does something magical happen? Does it puff in smoke and somebody gets to read it somewhere safe? I don't Ooh. know. This is what I'm imagining. Yeah. I, I like I all like of it. these. You write your note and wait a moment. And then as you're like looking around and just waiting for something to happen, the writing begins to fade into your paper. And then you hear a like the loud like crack of a door down the chamber off to the right. It's the middle. Yeah, oh, that was oh, it. Right. It's just a quick little... Well, last yeah. time we got a whole rendition, The quick so. ones always catch me off guard. Yeah, I was going for like a, like an NBC feel with it. Oh, yeah, like a... Yeah, just a little, a quick little staccato That's feel You did do it. a little, he did a slight little head nod bow, sort of to indicate, and I am done. But we all still just paused yeah. and waited just in case he was incorporating dance into the whole thing. It wasn't oh, totally that would be it wasn't totally clear. So yeah. like, it would come across in this audio medium because you'd just be able to hear all the bumping and just crashing happening over here. Hair swishing by. <laughs> That's right. I thought you said hair swishing by. Me too. By. And I, I was like, oh, hair sweetie, you can't he you can't flip your hair back and forth. You don't have almost. Enough. Oh, he's Ooh, got okay, oh. pretty good. No, he pretty did a good. pretty good bang flip there. It was pretty good. There's a lot of hair here. More than you Living think. with a boy yeah. band over here. Yeah, I got a bunch right now, too. It's a little yeah. bit ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, hey. same here. I, uh, I don't. Uh, this, this is what we came here to segue. talk about, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you yes. came to the middle of this podcast <laughs> just to hear about everyone's hair, right? It's the middle of quarantine somewhere, probably. If you're listening to this in the future and you don't know what quarantine is, well... Unless you're in New Zealand or Australia. That's right. Then well yeah, done. Yeah. Good job, yes. everyone. Way to go. We're good, all jealous. Good on you. Lots of Australian listeners lately, so you you did good. Good job. You, We're yes. all very proud of you. Rock solid. You are model world citizens, and we all need to be more like you. Um, while you're all, you know, either free to do what you will or confined to your house, you should come join us in our Facebook group, the Reckless Play Guild. It's an amazing space. It is. It's so great. Uh, we share it with many different lovely podcasters of similar genres. Yes, like The End of Time and Other Bothers, Dark Dice, and The Lucky Die. You should go check out The Lucky Die. They're an amazing podcast. Put lots into their editing and their story and their characters just really pop. I think, uh, I think you're going to love it. We'll link it down in the description. And or you can find them at the Reckless Play Guild if you go on over there. You know what? Do that. Come join us in the Reckless Play Guild. That's better. You know, I'm not going to put the link down to the Yes, you will. I mean, I'll maybe do, do but. <laughs> I do. Yeah. You should probably do it. Also join us in the Reckless Play Guild because it's nice and everyone's great and wonderful. Yeah, we'd love to see you there. It's a big group. Talk D&D. Talk podcasts. It's a great time. That's all. That's all now. That's it. I've, no, I've nodded. Oh, he nodded oh, again. Oh, we oh, all, yeah. He's yeah. nodded to he's signify done. Yep. and done. And we're yeah. done. Let's get you back to the episode. Pretty sure it's a dark timeline. Maybe it's not. We're recording all these interludes ahead of time. Okay, You're bye. ruining the magic. <laughs> okay, bye. I think message received. Is it just the one crack, Russ? How many cracks do you need? Well, sometimes there's a crack and then footsteps that come after yep. the crack. Right. I'm yep. going to follow yep. the sound of that crack. Yeah, me okay. too. <laughs>
Uh, you move towards. It's all about butts now. You move towards the corridor, lit by Yimble's uh, sword. It winds off into the left, like it's following the perimeter of this this tower. You begin walking down, and you're walking for at least an amount of time that you would presume that you come out on the other side, like that's what it feels like. But it it doesn't. It keeps going like you're walking in circles. And you do so for a few minutes before you hear like just the faintest creak up and around what feels like the corner. And you get to a point where it clears and there's a large wall that goes up quite high. And there is a a door open, just a singular wooden door. Um, It's cracked open um, and there is a dim light coming from inside of it. Geez, well, they don't make this easy, do they? It's no problem. And I fly up there. Remember, I can fly. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, why would I waste my energy flying when I can ride the carpet? But, you know. Just to wow us every once in a while. We could all ride the carpet up there or I can just go check. Oh, I mean, you might as well just go check. check. I'm good either way. Johnny, you want to go check that out, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to go check it out. Me and Yembo, we haven't had a lot of time together. You stuffing me in the bag and all. Hey, stretch your wings, buddy, and also keeping you safe. Be grateful. Yep. 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 All right. Len, yeah. I almost called you Len, Lenbo. That's not your name. Yenbo. It's it's it's, it's very, very close. close. I'm a, yeah, I'm just a close. tiny dragon in the darkest timeline. It's really bad for me. I think I've got like seven hit points. <laughs> Hopefully I don't get hit by anything. Wonder why you've been in the bag, Donnie. Right. Uh, Yemble and Donnie fly up. What's, uh, what's the power or spell or something that gives Yemble the power to fly again? It's just a class feature. So like, like divine. You power. have a flying speed equal to your current walking speed. Just... Oh, son of a bitch. I can't fly, dudes. Why? Can't be inside and do it. Oh. Hey, Johnny, go on up there. Check it out for us. Yemble, you just have to flap your wings. You just have to, like this. You just have to believe. What's what's the problem? (laughs) You You can't fly? You can't fly inside? No? Okay, I'll go check. Uh, Donnie zips up and checks. Uh, yeah, it's like a little box, uh, up here. Uh, a box? Yeah, a box. Like there's a there's a little bit of a light in here. Looks like a candle. There's some buttons on the wall. There's not much in here. Uh, no, no, no persons. It's just like a little like. I mean, the three of you could fit in here. Yeah, it's probably like ten feet. Give or take, you squeeze in. Does this look like fun. where the light is coming from? Uh, what well, the the light in the room? Yeah. No, oh, like the outside light or this light in this room? Like the outside light. Oh, no. No, I can't see outside. Okay. And there's nothing else in the room? Uh, well, just the buttons on the wall. Oh. Well, let's let's go check. Okay. We can get on the carpet and scoot up there. The carpet can do the dirty work for us. The carpet does work indoors. Double checked. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case. That's cool. cool. Don't want to sound like a big idiot again. We, We all stand on it and you're like, Giddy up! And it just lays there like, I'm just a regular rug. I've been flying for three days straight. (laughs) You fly up and open the door and you look in and it is a paneled room, uh, like Donnie described, about 10 feet by 10 feet. 
Um, on one wall, there are several buttons. Um, how many buttons? I Who might, knows? I might be able None to of us you. can count. Yeah, right? <laughs> Darkest timeline. Nobody can count. Oh, God. Um, there are many buttons. They're we labeled, too, but we realize we can't read. There's no, no labels. Um, they're just in a, uh, a, a straight line down the wall. Um, let's say there are 10 of them. Oh, okay. So 10 floors, 10 levels. We're in an elevator. Yeah, but elevators don't exist in this world. Of course and they don't. Neither do trains. Well, in magic lighthouses, they might. Maybe. Mm. Arcane Brotherhood Super R&D has developed elevators. <laughs> I want to touch the button at the very top. Hold on to your panties. The door slams shut behind you. And you feel movement. You feel like you're moving upwards. Um, slow at first, and then the velocity picks up quickly. Until it, it doesn't slow, it just suddenly stops. Oh, you get God. that stomach lurch feeling. Mm. And then there's this little ding. <laughs> it's there. A little bell. Ding. And then the door just cracks open again. Hello? You hear the sound of the creatures outside louder now. And if we look out that crack, it is just darkness? Or can we see anything out there? There is a dim yellow light that comes through. Uh, you peek around the corner and you look out and it looks like you are now in that top room of the tower. You swing the door open and you look out and you see this giant revolving light in the center of this room. Um, you see the creatures beating themselves against this unknown force and off and to the right of this room, there is a single desk um, there is a letter, like an envelope, a sealed envelope on top. But what catches your eye is a figure slumped over beside the desk. I, I rush to this person. Once you get to them, it becomes clear that this person is deceased. Well, I had a feeling. Do I recognize this person from... No, I mean, you only met a couple people, I know, right? Like I you met like, like the maitre d', I think you called them. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, sounds right. Macoth. Um, sounds condescending enough to be believable. Mm -hmm. uh, but nobody that you had direct relations with uh, during your time here. Or... I didn't have relations with anybody while I was here. <laughs> Damn it. I think I'm still virgin, you guys. <laughs> well, Darkest Timeline isn't going to help that, I don't oh. think. Um, um, okay. They are an, a male elven figure. Look like they are aged beyond anything that you have seen. Their hair is completely white. Like their skin is like almost to the point of mummification. It's a real Crypt Keeper situation here. They're huddled over themselves, like grasping at their knees. You don't touch them, but it looks like they're like clutching their knees um, and like rigor has long set in like there's no movement or anything in this body i'm gonna go grab that letter you grab it and the uh, insignia is of the arcane brotherhood which is like a a triangular tower with um almost like antlers that kind of come down and that's pressed into the back you crack it open yeah let's do it uh you break the seal and now you have to pee for the rest of the night <laughs> 
Ah. <laughs> like dust falls from the letter as you pick it up. And even as you crack this open, it's been here a long time. And you open it and it's written in Elven. Do you speak Elven? No. I do. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> you know, being an elf or Tal- whatever. Talgir yeah. looks for long enough that you think that he can read it. What, then, what does it say? What what does it say? Is it I kinda kinda waited too long to tell you that I couldn't read it and now I'm embarrassed? <laughs> oh, oh, that's that's fine. That's okay. Not everybody can read. Who who speak no, I can read. I just can't read whatever language this is. Who speaks a bunch of languages? Oh. Why? I think we both I do. speak a few. Alright, well, and he hands it over to Yenbull. To whom may find this letter? The Arcane Brotherhood is not lost. This beacon of hope is meant to guide you to our location. Find the Arcane Brotherhood in Icewind Dale. There's refuge there. A place where the undead have slowed and cannot keep up their unrelenting force. Makoth the Crimson. Oh shit! (laughs) <laughs> I assumed this dead elf was the person who wrote this. Well, I I think we did the right thing by coming here to read the letter. But now we have to leave here again. Should we explore the tower more? Perhaps rest? Resting's probably a good idea. I, I'd bet dollars to donuts that the tower's empty. For anything that we could, you know, salvage out of it. I I would imagine as they left, they took anything of value and left enough power to send this light off for a while before it'll finally fail, probably at some point. Yes, I bet this fellow was the last one in the tower. Uh, Well, I, I I think resting here is a really great idea. I also think maybe looking throughout the tower to see if there's anything helpful might also be a good idea. Can we do both? Yes, it seems like the creatures can't get in here, so let's do both. I don't feel comfortable sleeping in here, though, as I look around, and essentially I'm seeing, like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah, just like... And a desk and a dead guy. Exactly. Um, more of a... Maybe, like... I'll sleep in the elevator. Anybody else want to cuddle puddle in the elevator? Well, I'm, I mean, I'm sure that they have beds here. Wizards need to sleep just like anyone else. So they say. Let's go down a bit lower. See what we can find. Okay. Pile back into the elevator. Okay. Push Oop. the second from the top down button. So, so button nine. Okay. Um, it goes down slowly. Uh, does not speed up. Uh, and then stops and opens onto into what probably were once luxurious offices covered in dust. A lot of things have been torn and like thrown to the ground. Shelves that line the walls with books largely empty. There are a couple around, nothing of any real consequence or value. Uh, but no, there's no chambers here. But this does look like office space. You check each of the floors, finding nothing, until you find a room that has a few small cots. Uh, 
Thea clamors into one and is just like, okay, I'm just, just for a couple and just. And she's out. I've never seen a bed look better than this. And I climb onto a cot, snuggle into my bedroll, and just, I'm out. Being a dwarf, Tulgar thinks this cot's, like, pretty dope, actually. It's quite big for him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The cots are not comfortable, but they feel like you are sleeping on a king-size plush mattress based on what you have been not sleeping on for the last several days. And in my sleep, I grope around to find Donnie. And yeah, I drag him. Yeah, yeah. Push it. Okay. Good night. Good night. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, Season 2, Episode 76. Are they happy to see us? Starring Amy Moore as Thea Amastasia, Carla Maxted as Yenbul Nuri, Tom Laird as Tulgir Heavyfoot, and Russ Moore as your Dungeon Master. Editing, production, and sound design by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and sound effects from Epidemic Sound and BoomLibrary.com. Season 2 cover art is by Chrissy Tor Illustrations. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Mark Hartless, Stevie, Cat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Devin Michaels, Aaron Stevens, and Ray Serbeck. To support Dungeons & Dragons and our many other productions and get access to an exclusive podcast, bonus episodes, and much more, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. You can also follow us at facebook.com slash dumbdragonpodcast and on Twitter at dumbdragoncast. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. We'll talk again soon. Dungeons & Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Oh, Martha, look, the new season is coming. Get the snacks ready. Okay, okay. In a dangerous new world. While we can see the helicopters coming in, it looks like the teams are arriving for this season of Soul Survivor. Live action role players will fight. I'm Sequoia. Just go. I'm Myrna. Grand chicken in. We agreed to just call me Sky. Name's Dale. I'm Cole. Hannah. To Bill. Grab I need the feathers for my arrows. Sequoia, maybe you need to grab some things. To outsmart. <gasps> oh my god. Wow. Well, look for us. Not again. To survive. No, don't, no, no. Facing Fate, Black Knight, available at FacingFate.com and on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts beginning June 14th. I don't know if I want to live anymore. I just want it to end. A Dumb Dragons production.